0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com
1: publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to your Friday. This is your Friday, and I want it to be the best Friday you have all week. Just, what? That's me scratch my mustache. No, the best Friday. The, <laughs> the very best. If you had... All your Fridays to count from this week, I want this one to be your best Friday. It's also going to be their worst Friday. That's the way you want to look at life, Riley Gates? That's the way you can look at it. I want it to be your best. I want this to feel like, damn, this is a good Friday compared to the other Fridays this week. Except for, of course, good Friday. But that's not this week. People are just full right now. Probably still full. Oh yeah, then I'm right in sequence with them. This is how I'll feel on Friday when it's actually Friday because it's not Friday. Tim Fitzgerald, Riley Gates, Zach Carlson. I just had a feast. I had a feast of delicious meats, well, meat, and uh, soup, and waffle fries, and hold on, a
0: shake. Yep. So we're not going to pretend like we just finished Thanksgiving. We're going to let people know that
1: it's Monday afternoon. The Pilgrims would have just used an app and gotten Chick-fil-A to take to the big party if it had been around at the time. There's any historical evidence out there, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, that Chick-fil-A wasn't actually here when Columbus arrived. Other things were here. He still thought he was first. And actually, he didn't even get here. He got to the Caribbean. Well, that's why Chick-fil-A was, is still around is because
0: Columbus was going to, you know, they were going to kill the, the Chick-fil-A people too.
1: Really? But then he was like, oh. Chicken sandwich. Uh, see, you learn stuff from the overtime podcast, and that's luckily for you. What this is, the Power Cat Overtime podcast. Every Friday, we crap on your radio. Except it's not really radio; it's a podcast. So I don't, I don't know. We, your computer, your phone. That metaphor just went to poo poo. Hey, everyone. We're sponsored by the fridge. Uh, you need new liquor. Thanksgiving was rough on the cabinet. The wine's gone. The champagne's gone. Uncle Fitzy came over and got into all your vodka. Nephew Riley drank your wild turkey. No. He stole the crown. You're he that didn't drink cheap? It. Zach came over and t- took all your spritzers, your seltzers, and your other What? Did you just cuss on the podcast? Shitty Wow Welcome back from Lubbock, guys I know it's Friday for everyone listening But I just want to ask you I haven't had a chance to ask you uh, Since it's Monday How was the drive? (sighs) It sucks How much did you drive, Zach? Mm, Probably
0: 75%
1: Okay
0: I drove the last two and a half on the way in And the last three on the way
1: back Okay No, D Scott. No. Okay. And that's a tough tough decision between Riley and D Scott, isn't it? Yeah. Okay.
0: We would have gotten back quicker had we had to let D Scott though. He would have gone faster than me, and I was booking it through. I was going. I was going eighty two and seventy five mile an hour zone. Perfect speed. Yeah.
1: I I, uh, every night either going or coming back from uh, the TV show in Topeka. I set it at 82, and I just That's go past the trooper in the median, and they just never Perfect speed. You
0: don't have to worry about getting pulled over. If you pulled the amount of people sitting in the car this weekend on who was the better driver, I think the results might shock you. It was me, because we went 100 once. Actually, twice. I said if you pull the people in the car, and that is all the further I will go on this matter. Okay. So you robbed cassidy for a while. No, it was only when we were overtaking on a two-lane. I'll put it this way. K-State plays in Lubbock on February 19th. The only way in hell I'm making that drive is if K-State is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, roughly 8-0, 9-0 at this point. If K-State's good at basketball and ranked in the top 25, and has won at Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, West Virginia, and Iowa State. And TCU.
1: I don't know if it's my... I don't want to go back. Large volumes of food I ate or the reality of that scenario, but I feel ill. Yes. I think you're not going to be going to Lubbock. <laughs> right now, somewhere in Fort Myers, the Kansas State basketball team is preparing to play pit. which is weird for you listening to this because you know the result of the game, and we don't. In fact, you know the result of the second game on Wednesday, and we don't. It's like time travel gone backwards. We can't tell you what happened, but you could tell us if we could hear. I, 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 don't, I don't know that thing. I got lost. You tried. I tried. Yeah.
0: It's just too much for Where are we at at this point? Have we even started questions?
1: No, hell no. <laughs> I'm still talking about the fridge. I didn't get very far on the fridge. I was like, I Go don't think we're fridge. actually talking about the fridge man. at all. I had a nice weekend, guys. While you guys were working your little tails off, I had a bachelor weekend because Becky had a girl's trip, and I laid about and watched Disney Plus because I'm a real man. I meant to call you out on it. that, by the way. It's not
0: really a bachelor weekend if you just do things by yourself. I'd just call that a really good man weekend. A bachelor weekend is when your wife or girlfriend is away, and you're with the boys, and you go out and get into some trouble. That's a bachelor weekend. You didn't have a bat. You ordered three meals from Good Sense all in one go. On Friday night, I went out with the boys. Why didn't you just... Okay, I can understand ordering your Saturday lunch and dinner at the same time. Cats play at 6. You don't really want to have to get up, answer the door for
1: delivery guy. Why did
0: you order your Sunday on Saturday?
1: Okay, well, so here, let's back up here for the people that uh, don't read my tweeter and uh, still have part of their brain left because they don't. Um, I decided I want a good sense for lunch on Saturday with football coming up. And this is what happened. So when you order through, I don't know what they are, Eat Street, whatever. They're Everything. one of the delivery services. You have a delivery charge. And you want to tip the driver, too, who, Jason, was amazing. I can't believe how quickly he got my food to my house. I and mean, he must live at GoodSense. It was incredible. Anyhow, I couldn't decide between the penny club, delicious, and just being wild and crazy and getting the Italian. Also delicious. So I got both, but you don't want to eat sandwiches for lunch and dinner, right? And then I noticed they had lasagna and I like lasagna and it was pretty average, but it still was lasagna. <laughs> so I got that for dinner. Zach slipped into a coma over here listening to the story. So anyhow, I got three meals from him, and on Friday, I did go out with the boys. We did get wild. I would have just gotten the Sunday meal on
0: Sunday. (laughs) It would have been fresh. No, then you got another delivery charge and tip. What'd you do with the sandwich until Sunday? Stuck it in your fridge.
1: Right. and It was still fine. What? It's a cold sandwich. It was fine. Lettuce got old. Bread wasn't fresh. Let's be honest. When lettuce is fresh, it's still not great. So, on Friday, let's back up. Since you're criticizing me for not being wild, Toby, Marcus, and Fitz went out together and got after it, man. Did you now? Yeah, I got some... Uh, pro- I got two beers and went home. I, no, I had water. And I had some provolone sticks at Old Chicago. Man. And then some pepperoni rolls. You didn't even go to Aggieville. Uh, shush. And then <laughs> I, got, I got farty later. He drove. I'm trying to... I'm trying to track his. He drove a mile and a half. Not even that, I don't think. To old Chicago. No. I. Yep. Yep. Well, Toby and Marcus had beer, and I had water. It got crazy. It was. I had to leave early though because I was afraid uh, we were going to start getting tattoos and stuff. So I didn't want to take part of that because it was getting out of hand. They were talking about uh, going to another bar. And I thought, wow, this is turned into a pub crawl. What, Mr. K's? Yeah. <laughs> and pretty much when you pub crawl on the west side of town, that's the end of the pub crawl. You could probably go up to then like. Colberts. Colberts, but then you got to drive and are you crawling? You're driving, man. So anyhow, that got really involved and you guys are bored. Just take a golf cart. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Turns out people get arrested for that. Anyhow, this is the Power Cut Overtime Podcast. This is pretty much par for the course. You know, when a podcast or radio show starts and you sit there in your car or your house or your bathroom and you're like, will you start the show already? You're just talking. That's pretty much what this podcast this is. The is. Show. This is the show. We do give you an opportunity to ask us stupid questions, but the answers to those questions are pretty much exactly the kind of crap we're saying right now. Let's get going with the questions for God's sakes. From King Jim 77.
0: With the release of Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker imminent, rank these Star Wars movies released in the 2010s from best to worst Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Solo, A Star Wars Story, or Rogue One. This is kinda. Uh,
1: kind of tough. I know. didn't know I was going to have to actually think. <laughs> Nobody said anything about thinking. Okay. I like uh my favorite of
0: the new ones was Rogue One. I thought that was very good. Um I'll go with So Last Last Jedi. Hold on, I'm trying. I was trying to think of them here. Okay, good. Gotcha. Which
1: one's Give them again. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. It was okay. Last Jedi. Last. I spelled last with a J. Okay. Solo. Solo. Yeah, that's. Rogue kind One. Of kind of about my weekend, yeah. Rogue One. One. Is that uh, with a number one or a numeral?
0: It's uh, spelled it's out. It's spelled out O-N-E.
1: Oh, see, that was the third option. I didn't Yes. Think of it. Okay. I,
0: I'm going to put a numeral. Okay. You realize the numer- Roman numeral and the number one are the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's X. That's all of them. Okay, so which one? Four. So, I swear you listed more than that. No, no, he said the but the fifth one is the one that's not out yet. It's the best. Okay, you what? No, <laughs> no, Force Awakens is the one where they kill Harrison Ford, right? Yeah, oh, spoiler, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> I, can't, I can't rank these. Come if, on now. If you haven't seen it by now, then you deserve to have it spoiled. All right, I'll go Rogue One, Force Awakens. Uh mm, Star Wars story Solo, a uh, Star oh. Wars story. Rogue sorry, Rogue One uh, sorry, I'm getting them mixed up here. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to scroll. Oh, I'm trying sakes. to scroll on my screen. He gets here.
1: lost. He's using a computer screen to cheat and he's still lost.
0: Okay. Rogue One. Riley, Force Awakens. You're only- Shut up. Last Jedi, Star Wars story. That's how I like him.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Yeah, I I would agree. I thought— And and I'm one of those people, I understood The Last Jedi. It was what it is. It was the bridge episode between Seven and Nine, and you just kind of get from one point to the other. It didn't really have an ending. Look, it is what it is. You had to get to the end. Now, if Nine sucks, I'm going to be pissed because I'm going to like, literally my entire life I've been waiting for the conclusion of this story— And you came along, what's your name, and screwed it up. I thought Rogue One blew the covers. If Bob Newhart wakes up and it was all a dream, that's a really dated joke, guys. You probably don't get it. I'm going to be pissed. Rogue One One was very good.
0: Um, Solo, now, I I might be too harsh on that. I don't know. That was great. It was really cool to look back.
1: It's weird. It didn't do well in the movie, so now they're like, "We're going to." It didn't do well. Solo, no, uh, no, it didn't do well at all. So no. they're like, "Wow, uh, we're going to back off doing these standalones for a while." I'm like, "No,
0: I thought it was incredible." Didn't they release it at a weird time? Yeah, though? that's. Like, exactly. It was in the spring. It it got lost in the shuffle. Was it? okay? I'm trying to think of which ones came out, which at which time. Rogue
1: One was outstanding.
0: I guess. I guess Last Jedi is the only one. That I've walked out of and been like, mm, yeah, could have done without it, didn't hate it, could have done without
1: it it's just it was just a vehicle to get you somewhere else, just to move the story along. I just uh, hope they don't ruin the allure
0: you know as they move forward, like because they're obviously going to continue to make more, I they'll mean, figure it out tons of money to be made, good for them, but at some point, a lot of people that grew up on Star Wars are going to you know get older. Um, and it's not going to be the same thing. So they're going to stop supporting it. And then the younger people that are seeing these new ones as they come out, they're going to be like, oh, this is Star Wars. And you'll be like, no, the original trilogy was Star Wars. And they're like, well, that's boring. That was in 1970, you know, whatever. So I hope I hope the new ones don't kill off the old ones is what I'm saying by popular demand. From Jim Cat. Oh, if,
1: I'm not done with this. Sorry. Uh, the Mandalorian is a fine watch, as I geeked out with my Disney Plus. Fine, class. yeah, it is what it is. It's a series. It's set like five years after the original ones, episode six. Um, it's so weird that the original ones are the middle ones, but it's it's about a bounty hunter, so it's like a space western. If you understand that concept, it's it's pretty enjoyable. Go ahead. Sorry. From Jim Cat, if
0: ESPN has college game day at K-State, who would be the guest picker and who should it be? I say they would have Stone Street as the picker, but it should be Bill Snyder. He's not wrong. It would absolutely be Eric Stone Street. Because it's ABC. And I don't like that. And I like I love Eric Stone Street, but number one, he's done it before. He did it when they were at USC, which so he's was done weird. It even, has he done it one more time, too? He might have, He's never done it, obviously, with K-State. Right. He may have done it twice, but I, I do remember the yeah. USC one. He was wearing K-State clothes, so that was kind of cool. I'd like to see it be somebody else because, A, he, like I said, he's been on it. B, I don't know. It kind of feels like we just continue to ride off the coattails of Eric Stone Street all the time. Like, surely you could branch out and find and You're not going to find somebody as big as Eric Stone Street.
1: Well, I guess a backup plan would be Sean Lowe if they want to promote The Bachelor, new season of The Bachelor cover. That'd be kind of funny, and That's he still on. follows football. Um, man, if anyone has his phone number, uh, get it to me because I want him for the power chat. Did you see, uh, actually, Becky might still have it. Say what? That's a long story. She did a story. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. She did a story for the magazine years ago, but he's probably changed his number. Surely,
0: after he he has a publicist that you can contact pretty easily, I don't do that crap. So, did you see, uh, don't beg a publicist. The uh, so royal chief cat, the guy that makes the the state shirts and hoodies uh-huh. and stuff, oh, yeah. he gave away a hoodie, and he was uh, the winner was whoever had the most likes, and it was uh, to tell me who your favorite K State football player ever is and why most likes will win. Easy easiest uh, contest to win ever. The girl that won says, uh, obviously Sean Lowe, because although he didn't continue his career as a football player professionally, he blesses our timelines every day with quality content. And Sean Lowe replied to the tweet and said, I support this nomination. It's about time my mediocre collegiate career gets some attention.
1: It was mediocre.
0: <laughs> she got 103 likes on that tweet. So she won the hoodie. Sean Lowe would reach the ABC if that's actually, you know, what they're going to go for there. Um, is there another person you could do? Surely we're forgetting about somebody. Not really. There's Charles Melton, but he's not... It doesn't have to be alumni, though. Like, isn't there... Is, there's got to be, like, a fan or somebody out there that's, like, kind of popular. Really? find a former player. Like, Jordy. Jordy might be good. I don't think Jordy would do it.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Marcus Swans? Yeah, you know what... That would really drive people to the Fox pregame show. Big Noon Saturday? Yeah, people would be just flipping over to Big Noon. Oh, it's a guy with that hip that falls off. Let's watch (laughs) Big Noon.
0: I feel like if it's a former player, it would be Darren Sproles because he'll probably retire here.
1: He wouldn't do it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't like cameras. No, he's got a horrible... All right, well, it'll be Eric Stone Street. K-State is unfortunately not popular. (laughs) Sad. From
1: No, hold on. Where's Mitch Holtis? He got... uh, no, he's not no. national. Uh, I would say he's uh, kind of national. If You know what? You know what they would do if it was an off weekend or a possibility. It wouldn't be a K-Stater. It would be Mahomes. Yeah, I could see it. He's a big 12 guy.
0: I could see it. And K-State fans would not be mad. Yeah. K State Texas Tech college game day five and four versus four and five. Sure, why not? From yo mama, Tom Herman's pregame headbutt. Discuss. Oh my God, so stupid.
1: He so has stupid. ventured into gimmick.
0: He's done. He's fired. If it's not at the end of this year, it'll be early next year. He
1: will be fired if they lose to the Tech, which I think they will. I think I'm calling it right now on national TV. <laughs> Actually, you can't – well, depending on what time you're
0: listening to this, this is not a bold prediction, Fitz.
1: The game. Texas is playing right now. It's a Friday game? It is a Friday morning kick. You didn't pick up that I'm making this bold prediction on national TV? Ah, yeah. no. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to make this right here uh, on this very, very wi- wildly popular uh, podcast that like my mom listens to. And a couple of her friends. Uh, Anyhow, uh, Texas Tech will beat Texas and Austin, and then they'll uh, have the cow for Thanksgiving.
0: About the headbutt, look, you're not—that's not—I don't have a problem with it. I'm not—I just don't listen to a lot of things you say. That's. You know what? (laughs) My wife's the same way! So, I don't have a problem with somebody doing something kooky like that if you're that type of coach. You know, some people have that thing about them, like they're just kind of a weird person. Example: my high school football coach. He was a weird dude. Really? He does he listen to this? No. Okay. Go. He, we like we used to practice in this field where there's like a bunch of stickers, you know, and we didn't like to do that because who wants to get stickers up? Oh, and so crap. to show us how tough it, how tough you had to be or whatever, he ate a handful of stickers. Just ate them. He, That's just... he ate a spider in the weight room one time. Like he's He was a weird dude. But, I mean, we, we loved him. He was a weird dude. Th- that was his thing. If he had a head-butted you with your helmet on, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Tom Herman is not that guy. He's actually professional. I think he's a pretty good coach. I don't think Texas is right for him. Is Texas right for anybody? No. But... That's he's never been a guy that's like wild and crazy. He's a get down to business, take you know, move on. I'm pretty serious with what I do, and and that that's why I had a problem with it is because he's not
1: that coach. Right. But he's going to be fired. Yeah, that pushed him closer to getting fired. To do that, and then your team gets whooped, and then four they lose and on five star play. recruits. You have been here what three? This is third year,
0: and you're six and five. Your only wins over the last few weeks were a squeaked-out win against Kansas and a squeaked-out win against Kansas State, both in Austin. This is horrible. They're so bad. And I had the trashiest take of the college football season preseason, picking them to win the Big 12.
1: Yeah, I think I did the same thing. Okay, so uh, I'm here to dispense the tough love, and I'm just going to say it. Texas, you'll never be great again until you get rid of the Longhorn Network. It's too much distraction. It's too much big-time show. It's too much. You'll never be the team, the great teams like Nick Saban has. They cross over from being four- and five-star recruits into being blue-collar at times. They'll get the dirty work done. You guys just expect everything. You get everything. Just You expect it. You don't earn it. Nebraska, you will never be good in the Big Ten on a consistent basis. You abandoned your recruiting base and you left your fans behind because they used to love to travel to games, and now they have to get a Canadian passport. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate at all. Um, Colorado, you're a bunch of damn smelly hippies. We don't want you. The California took you, took you because they'll take anyone. I mean, seriously, right now California will just take anyone. California just wants to be loved because it's not a great place anymore, and they want to be cool, so they, they took you. That's cool. You're fine with them. Texas A&M. Uh, guys, we really need to let you know something. Texas underachieves, and you're still their little brother bitches. And, and when you moved over and you solved that problem by becoming the little brother bitches of Uh, LSU, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State, basically everyone else. Um, You consistently don't win stuff, and then your dogs die. Um, And then Missouri, look, you'll never be fully accepted into the SEC. And there's one reason, and it's a valid reason. Kind of like if Kentucky would actually not be good in basketball. So they kind of earn their way into the SEC because they're really good at something that everyone else kind of stinks at. So they kind of let them be in. But look, you like Kentucky, you never fully joined the Civil War. And they still are bitter about that crap. I mean, if you'd gone all in and didn't just burn down Lawrence, by the way, good job on that. Um, If you had gone all in and joined the Civil War and been on the side of uh, the bad guys, you would be fully into the SEC, but you didn't. You can't build a time machine and go back, and so you're just going to be on the fringe of that. Did that leave anyone out? What a great analysis. Kentucky, well, you know what? Kentucky just feels like they were fully in, and they weren't. They, they were a border state. I think Virginia should be in the SEC. After all, it was their damn battle flag that everyone thinks is the Confederate flag, and they're all wrong about that. I've wandered over into an area I didn't want to go to, but damn it, that's not the Confederate flag. That's the battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia. Next topic. We're about to get political there. You know that It's just con- a factual history, historical thing. The real Confederate flag is one of the six flags of Texas. Is it? Yeah. Wow. But people are too dumb to realize that.
0: Well, people did start um, to get smart. I don't think they fly it at Texas games anymore. <laughs> I noticed it four years ago. I didn't. I noticed it was gone two years ago. It was just Texas flags. They're like six flags over Texas, but they're all Texas.
1: That's interesting. So it's the U.S., yeah. the Confederate flag, the Texas flag, Mexican flag. Uh... Yeah. Which I don't
0: get. That I, know, I know I know, the other two. What are they? Spain and France. Oh,
1: France? I don't understand that. I don't get that. <laughs> because. Louisiana when, from, Purchase. Yeah. The part I, of Texas think, was in that? Yeah. I believe, that would make I sense. I believe that's the the way they. I'll be darned. Yep. Th- now, see, I've learned something from Zach. It's been a great podcast. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: It's not over. Don't turn it off.
1: Okay. I, I
0: get, I use that joke all the right. time. I think a lot of people would probably hear that and turn it off. But it's okay. not like it was the current French flag. It was like a different
1: empire French flag. Oh. It was still French. Be, before deodorant. Oh, never mind. They still don't use it. <laughs> nope. From Add to Cart Cat, in one of the
0: podcasts, Kleiman's wardrobe was discussed. I am sure he doesn't take time to select all the different styles, so who does it? Does Nike provide all the different swag? The swooshes on all of them. Is it a KSU PR call? Please elaborate.
1: I don't know. Look, that, you, that was a bad take. I'm just going to say it. I think Chris Kleiman is a fashionably in-tune man, and he picks out his own clothes.
0: I don't. Because the whole staff wears the same thing, the equipment staff. The, like, you think a, it serves? A, yeah. Well, somebody... on any given day, the whole staff is dressed alike. Yeah. Uh, no. On game day, no. Scotty Hazelton wears uh. the same black hoodie every Thursday, <laughs> and I'm not convinced he doesn't wear it every day. And this isn't a hoodie like, oh, I throw on a t-shirt and I'm also going to put a hoodie on over it to stay warm. This is like I like I wear those uh <clears throat> like those Nike long sleeve shirts with hoods on them. Yeah, he man, wears bro. the same one. Every Thursday, and I don't know as if that he wears a different shirt throughout the week. I can't confirm that.
1: Is it possible there is no undershirt there? He's just wearing the hoodie? That's what I'm saying. Oh. He's wearing the hoodie as a shirt
0: because it's not a warmth hoodie. It's, one, it's a shirt hoodie. How do I know that that's not his everyday shirt?
1: I feel like that's a bad move. I feel like if you're in a car wreck, that will judge you.
0: So you think it is Al Serby that, that Al or somebody on the equipment staff, but yeah. the coaches all have lockers. They'll put out whatever.
1: Hey everyone, this is Al. This week's wardrobe will be.
0: <laughs> you realize you can put
1: sound effects <laughs> into w- your podcast. I, I will actually. That was just a reminder because uh, I don't remember things. That's typing. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put that. Well, you couldn't hear it because I put typing over it. But there was ah, like. Yes, of course. So there. Yeah. So the coaches have lockers. They'll
0: put everything out. The slacks are Nike. Like everything they wear is yeah, Nike. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I mean, that's that, but that's just commonplace. That's, like that's not a K-State thing. I'm, I'm but, I mean, a big side guy. They have could a Nike get, contract. So. Could I get yeah, different st- I'm saying.
1: I'm going to need different slacks. I got, I got big legs. I guess KU, KU wears... did not
0: wear Nike slacks. <laughs> are we sure? They were not. Are we certain that they weren't designed oh, were for the old navy? They were old. That's for sure. You know he took his ass <laughs> into old navy. What three for twenty or some some deal like that? And was like ah oh, perfect for the next ten no. years. He went to Dillard's. Come on, <laughs> he went to Dillard's. He paid full price. Got little power cat. Lo- he probably only has one pair, and he has the power cat logo embroidered on. Took it down to. Ballards, probably to get that embroidered on. And And he took it to Stickles Dry Cleaning every Friday.
1: (laughs) Right before his haircut.
0: Yeah, it's not. I mean, Chris Kleiman doesn't decide it. His wife doesn't decide it. It's the equipment staff. And it's not weird.
1: I thought the question is about what he wore to Tuesday press conferences. The original question. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he decides that, I'm
0: sure. I'm I'm sure he comes to work. Yeah. Here's what you think he comes to work. And changes, or do you think he comes to work dressed like that? Oh, he, no, I'm sure he comes to work. Like, surely he just comes to work in, in that attire. Yeah. Okay, that, that's kind of what I was thinking, too.
1: I want to start that. Here's what I want to know. come to, to work know. and change. I'm Here's what I
0: want to know is that how many, how, how, like, what does the closet of Chris Kleiman look like at home with all this stuff? Like, you think about a player. A player could show up to campus with the clothes on his back and maybe a couple things in a duffel bag. But they get so much uh, apparel that they wouldn't have to really pack all of their stuff and bring it to campus with them from home. So, what does it look like for a coach? What are their home closets like? That's what I want to know.
1: Well, you got to have your fancy
0: duds. But why? Your medium duds. What well, fancy duds? Have you ever seen, you have seen Chris Kleiman wear a suit once? I know the but introductory press conference next okay, question. Twice, please, twice, twice. Introductory <laughs> press conference and signing day. What did he wear at Big 12? Did he wear a suit at signing day? Yeah.
1: Once in a while, you want to, You got to wear your fancy duds. He's church-going, man. He probably wears fancy I duds he, on that day.
0: I bet he has one suit, two tops. No. He's, man, he's fresh. I'm not saying he looks bad. I'm just saying he doesn't ever wear suits. He's got a I bet wide he wears Polos variety to church. of JCPenney's suits. Look, if you're wearing a full suit to Sunday church, you're going above and beyond. You are older than 60. Yeah. I mean, really. Or you have responsibility at church that day.
1: True. True. Uh, but, yeah, he's probably got, uh, like, a walk-in closet just for him. And his wife probably has a little closet. Uh, so that he can have his fancy duds, his medium fancy duds, his low fancy duds. And then uh, his game day attire, his uh, go-to-practice <laughs> attire, his uh, North Dakota State attire. And that's probably it. He still has the North Dakota State stuff? Yeah, he yeah, has
0: some. Side note real quick. Zach and I were talking about, is Chris Kleiman a system coach? Because North Dakota State is undefeated with the number one seed in the FCS playoffs right now.
1: Well, we'll just see. Let's let this <laughs> thing play out a little bit. I was informed by a former player that the new coach is doing more at North Dakota State than Chris Kleiman. How? And I'm like, he won four out of five national championships. <laughs> what do you mean Having he's a good doing first four? regular season doesn't exceed that.
0: He's, he's doing more. He's not lost yet. Well, neither did Chris Kleiman. What, God, what? God, man? Oh, Lord. I want to know who that person was, and that I want to tell them that's a terrible it, take.
1: There was a lot of terrible takes in that conversation.
0: This is a former K State player, or a former uh-huh. North Dakota State player.
1: North uh, K State.
0: Oh, okay. Wow, that, what a trash take. Bill Snyder so would have better.
1: won nine nine games of these. Come players. on, Marcus. Yeah, it's a terrible take. That's not Marcus. <laughs> that's not Marcus. Yeah, that that was the other one that Bill Snyder would have won nine games this season. I'm like. Based on what did you have you seen over the last five years? Indicate that. Actually had more talent last year, yeah. but okay. Yeah. I, that was my response.
0: From Jimcat. From Jimcat. <laughs> There's no like, uh, in like, his name. I, I kind of choked there. Yeah, exactly uh, Someone it. posted that they were the only one in their section standing up the whole game. Does standing up make you a better fan, and can you yell louder standing up? You absolutely can yell louder standing up. I'm sure that's true. Absolutely.
1: It's science. It's proven. Well, even aside from science, you're just more motivated. 97% of scientists agree that you can yell louder when standing up. And And the other 3% were sitting down.
0: 56% of statistics are made up on the spot. So is
1: 7% of them.
0: What are they saying? I, I think you uh, scientifically yes you can yell louder standing up, but just in general you're not motivated to yell loud when you're sitting down. When you're standing up, oh, you are. Oh, I'm
1: going to call you out on that. I'm at a Royals game. Hot dog. <laughs> Miller Lite. <laughs> yep, I got it. So that's the thing.
0: I, I don't have. It doesn't make you a better fan to stand. It make it does, however make you a worse fan to yell at people for standing. Wait. If I, someone is standing in front of you for the whole game while everyone else is sitting, you're, you're right. a bad fan yes. for asking them to sit down. Yes. No, hold on. You have. had a moron. You no. have every right in the world to just to, to obstruct somebody's seat. You paid an oh, equal no. you paid an equal amount of money or, you know, assuming you're in the same section, for that seat that they paid, you have every right in the world to stand up for the entire duration of the game if that's what you so choose. If that's the case, then I have every right to dump ten beers on your head because you're in my way. That's not... No, that's not even close to the same thing.
1: Well, it's not, but uh, I agree with him that... Is it rude? Should be Sure. Right. You should be courteous to the people around you, and if it's not a situation that would normally require standing, sit your butt down because the person we got, look, I'm six, three and a half and about, and that's how wide I am. And then I'm also tall. And so I try to be conscious of when I stand up. It's gotta be really important because I can block out the sun for the person behind me. So when I'm at games or the theater or anything, I only pick my moments. Fair. Like a punting,
0: like on a punt, if K State goes three and out, punts the ball, you don't need to be standing. It's not a big part of the game. But then on the flip side, I'll say this I spent 18 years sitting on the west side of the stadium. It'd be third and five, and Oklahoma has the ball, big stop coming up, and people are sitting. I want to stand. It's my right as a fan to stand. And just because the person sitting one row behind me chooses to sit, that's not my problem. This I'm is a I'm saying you're moment being a dick
1: game. by standing during moments that right. really don't have a reason to stand. Then you agree. Then no. why are you no. so upset? Yeah, I'm, I'm, think saying you right. times. I'm saying you, you have the right. I'm saying you have the right to stand. There's, you do. You've got to go to a game prepared. And if it's a big moment in the game and you don't know it, dude, go somewhere else. If You, you should know when big moments are and people should stand. And if people are standing during a big moment, don't, to don't do that. Right. I don't know why Zach's grandma is at the game. Oh, uh, Zach or Zach. But anyhow, it, then if it's not a big moment, and you're standing. Sit that what? <laughs> Zach's grandmother's got a
0: potty mouth. I would argue there. Is, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would argue that there's a lot of big moments in the games that people just sit for, like first and ten, get the ball back. I think you should be standing. You're a fan. It's big, mo- you know, We got the ball, let's go, let's do it. Here we go. Incomplete pass on first and 10, sure, you don't necessarily need to continue to stand, but what I'm saying is third down should not be the only down that you stand up on. It's just, it's weird. If you lack the social cues to know when it is the appropriate or not appropriate time to stand, you should not be going to games. I never said, I, kinda, never, I, I never I like never
1: said, what? Not at all. Yeah. You two have had bad analogies in <laughs> yeah. this question. You you have every right in the world to eat your own boogers, but don't do it where it affects my I ability didn't say, to enjoy not watching you eat boogers.
0: I didn't say that you should do it just because you feel like it, because, yes, it's kind of a dick move to stand up. if He is no, officially but, flip-flopped. But, no, 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 no. But if I choose to stand, if it's second and six, and I say I want to stand up for this play, my decision to stand is mine. I will stand because I paid for that ticket. And just because you don't want to stand does not mean that I'm being rude. This isn't even the question. The question is literally they were the only person standing up the whole, ga- the whole game. We're not arguing about situations at this point. That's where we start. was like, if you want to stand up, yeah, that's fine. But standing up the whole game, you are a douche. A douche.
1: Well, I don't think that's physically possible. It's kind of a... If you were not in the student I'm section, sit product. down. I don't know how someone could actually be that. People need to be better fans. Stand up, get loud. Well, I think the bigger problem isn't standing up or sitting down. It's getting up and leaving. Oh, well, yeah, that's another story. And I'm telling you what, I have never gotten up and left a K-State game in my isolated press box with climate control and ice cream sandwiches <laughs> and a bathroom right behind me. Fair.
0: From M what is your personal favorite win over Iowa State? His is 2015. He was on his way out of the stadium and then ran back to his seat after we recovered the fumble.
1: Uh, man, there's so many. Hey, you're what are you doing leaving that game? Yeah, they're they <laughs> just need to run out the clock. They're just going to kneel on it. No, they're actually going to hand it off.
0: My roommate was from Iowa, and that was like right before Thanksgiving break. And so he's like, well, I'll I'll stay for the game and then I'll go home. And, you know, they're getting whooped at halftime or whatever. And he's like, screw this. I'm I'm starting my drive home. He goes, I got back into Iowa State radio broadcast range (laughs) right about the time that (laughs) the comeback started. So I'm listening to Iowa State's call of the game instead of Wyatt's call of the
1: game. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: I think my favorite one, probably the... Probably the two, either either the blocked field goal game, uh, so the '09, yeah, as I'm looking here, and and then that the 2014 one wasn't that the one where where Jake
1: made like a late score or something like I that. Know. I forget. I forget what the exact. So, but 15 was, uh, Will G- Gary ripping the guy's arm out of socket to steal the ball. Um, so it wasn't really a fumble recovery. kind of recovered the entire arm and shoulder. Um, and then 2017 was the Thompson to Zuber pass. 2000. Whatever happened to Isaiah Zuber? Uh, huh. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the 2019 game was the one where K-State won 31 to nothing.
0: Yes, that did happen. Yeah, the 2014 one, Jake had an eight-yard touchdown run with a minute and a half left.
1: Aren't they listening to this podcast after the game? I don't, I don't know. This time travel thing's really screwing with me. Watch them win 31 to nothing and I'll freak people out. <laughs> I, I have to go. Uh, uh, I'm going to go 15. Even though 17 was more dramatic, for me 15 was more incredible.
0: It was incredible, but they played so bad. <laughs> Last- Case, they played awful that day. There's no reason they should have won that game.
1: It's kind of like going out on Halloween with a lousy outfit and scoring a lot of candy. That's fair.
0: I'll go 15 because I can't believe Paul Rhodes lost that game. He literally could kneel the ball. Mathematically, he like, could kneel the ball just like K-State did against Texas Tech on Saturday. With two minutes left or whatever, they yeah, could kneel have it. You seen us trying to do math in the press they box. They kneel it. Yeah, that's not easy. What? Hey, I'm not even so much at Paul Rhodes on... Like, yes, he was responsible However, how was there not one member of that coaching staff, of that team, anybody that was involved with the, the decision-making process that didn't say, hey, guys, mathematically we can kneel this out for a win? Not one person. Yes, it falls on Paul Rhodes. He should have been aware. He should have made that call. But the entire staff didn't know. If I'm ever a head football coach, There is going to be one member of my staff that is responsible for two things. One, can we kneel the ball and win? Two, two two two-point conversion chart. Is it – do we go for one or two? That is their only job. One or two. Can long. we need the ball? One member of my ten-member staff will be responsible for no, that. No, like the second member of my ten-member staff will be responsible for challenging plays. We won't have a defensive coordinator, but we <laughs> will have all of the challenges correct.
1: I think I probably want someone assigned to scratching my back because <laughs> that would be like my cord boy. I would. I, oh yeah, cord, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd have a cord boy, but a wireless mic. Wireless wow, those headphones. I I'd, I'd just make some kid walk around behind me holding a cord. Uh, I can't cords. believe Bill Snyder, <laughs> of all people, wanted somebody behind him. You want to know why? Because Bill Snyder, like Tim Fitzgerald, is a conspiracy theorist. He didn't want his top secret stuff stolen because it was a wireless signal. He wanted to be hardwired in there because then they would have had to tap into it, which actually would have made it easier. You know
0: it was wireless by the end of it, right?
1: Yeah. I'm just going. Okay. I'm in a mood
0: today. You know, one of his, I think the the cord guy from 2012, I've seen him at games the last like two or three weeks. Really? He's been around. I think at basketball games.
1: There, There was just a whole series of brothers. In fact the parents didn't have any more brothers and they just stole children from people and made them brothers so they could keep the cord thing in the family it's a really weird thing Fire! <laughs>
0: From Exhausted Nihilist, Black Friday, Brave the Madness or Hide in the Bunker All Day?
1: You don't even have to do the madness anymore. Yeah, yeah, you don't. There's zero point. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a member of Go Power Cat, you don't have to come to the Go Power Cat store. That will be open for Black Friday. And Cyber Monday. And Cyber Monday. You can just go online and get the bargains. And I'm just going to say it. Get the bargains if you're not a subscriber.
0: This just in, uh, there is no Black Friday sale. Fitz has lost his mind. We, we, Riley and I came in here after the podcast. We snuck this in. There is a Cyber Monday sale. No Black Friday sale. You'd think that the publisher of gopowercat.com would know when the sales at gopowercat.com are actually happening. But apparently he does not. No, we knew. We wanted to set the record straight. So everything he's about to say here, just ignore it, honestly. Ignore everything he about, he's about to say about this phantom Black Friday sale. If you have not subscribed to gopowercat.com, wait until Cyber Monday. You will get the best deal of the year. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: If you're not a subscriber, get the bargains at GoPowerCat on Cyber, no, on Black Friday. It's going to be Purple Friday for us. But no, just shop online. In fact, I got a Black Friday special uh, on my phone from uh, Amazon, but I had to order through Alexa. I couldn't go to the store and order it. I had to actually tell Alexa to order me something. I'm like, what's the nuance here? Are you trying to train me to use Alexa to order? Why is that an advantage of me than me just going on my phone and ordering so anyhow, I got They it. invested in the technology. They want you to use That's it. That's true. Look. So Alexis tried to send me four of the items that I wanted to order because three times she said it failed. So I did it a fourth time, and it went through all four of them. <laughs> then I had to cancel. Anyhow, sounds don't go, like, don't, don't. Sounds like Fitz is technologically struggling. Alexa's a bitch. I'm going to say it. She can't hear me. She gets mad because she turns on my lights. She does this. She does this. I make her play Nick Walsh music all the time and apparently she doesn't like country. It's
0: pretty she, weird considering he only has two songs. So we I wouldn't play it for
1: you either after you asked her to play it nine times. That I'm telling you, he has more than that. He just has an alter ego that plays hard rock at Merle. Like, really bad hard rock. He's from the 90s. Anyhow, uh, she just messes with me, man. She and then she sends everything to the government. Now the government knows about my weirdness. There's no point to go out on Black Friday, no, because don't do you it. can get everything. Number
0: one, there's a lot of online sales, anyways. Number two, you can get everything on Cyber Monday at equal to or sometimes a better price online. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. So that's that. Number two, Black Friday has gotten ridiculous. It's now on like Wednesday, so I mean, you know, everybody's just trying to top each other. Now it's like it's you know Black Friday week. So there's that. I I did it one time. It was kind of cool experience. Whatever. It was pretty wild. Did but, you knife anyone?
1: Huh? Did you knife anyone? No.
0: No. But ever since, ever since I started being old enough to drink at Thanksgiving. I'd rather do that than have to go to Walmart and deal with a bunch okay. of people that think they're getting an amazing deal on a TV. I got something important to say.
1: There's only two reasons to go out on Black Friday. There's some – what's the hot gift this year all the kids want? Do you guys know that? I don't even know. I haven't I paid attention. Is there I don't have
0: any money. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's one.
1: Let's say there is one, but probably not like kids uh, – you would know about, but like little kids, you know, like it's some gift that all the six, seven year olds want and they only have it at Walmart for an hour because they can sell 17 million of them. Yeah. Then you go get your kid the toy, but you don't just go out, you put elbow pads on (laughs) You turn into a mean, mean person for that one moment, and then you ask forgiveness as you wrap the gift that will make your child happy, because your children need to be happy. They need stuff. The other reason to go out on uh, Black Friday, and this is a really good reason, and it's going to make sense to you once you hear it. If you are an avid, avid bourbon drinker, you've got to do the Black Friday sale at the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. I'm not lying, folks. They have an epic Black Friday sale. And people on Thanksgiving night camp in their parking lot because when the doors open at 9, Pappy Van Winkle's there. All those things are there. Every rare thing that they've collected through the year is available at the Black Friday sale. So if you love your bourbon and other flavors of booze, and you want good prices on incredible crap, go to the fridge, Black Friday. So don't be rolling in at 11. Where's the Pappy Van Winkle? They open at 9. I think they open at 9. Is that right? I don't know. Whenever you was can your, open, This is your read. <laughs> whatever they can open, they'll open, damn it, and get in there and buy stuff. Have fun. It's Black Friday. Zach. See, I'll go out
0: if there's something I want and it's at the best price. Like a PlayStation. They were selling them for like 200
1: bucks a couple years ago.
0: I went Thanksgiving night, got my PlayStation, and that was that. It's not really as big of a an elbows out experience anymore. It's you stand in the line, they're like, "All right, here's how many of these we have. You know, you get a ticket for it and you have to buy it within like a couple hours." And it's I just wish crazy. it would go back to Hey, it's midnight. It's Black Friday. Here we go. Any more, it cuts into Thanksgiving meal. And that just, like, I mean, we have people that are at Thanksgiving they are, like, I mean, they're ba- they're barely eating and then they're bailing because they got to go get the toys at Walmart. And I'm just well, like. Well, what time do you do Thanksgiving dinner? Well, we do it at noon and then, I mean, we leave them out for dinner, too. But, I mean, seriously, people are going to Walmart at one thirty-two in the afternoon. It just sucks. It's, I mean. Yeah.
1: It's Damn ridiculous. It's, it's just. Thanksgiving's a Riley's Catholic and is an important Catholic holiday. We should observe it. It's Saint Pilgrim. Yeah, I mean Yeah.
0: I don't I don't want to get in more trouble. You just don't have anything else to add. No, it's I'm just real. stalling at this
1: point. Thanksgiving should be moved to September. You should oh, be moved to September. Oh God. Here he comes roaring in with the cold take. Think about it, though, <laughs> it's freezing
0: it's, a, it's a month before Christmas. You there's did. no, like, real holidays between, like, 4th of July and then Thanksgiving. You have Labor Day, Columbus Day. Those aren't really real holidays, man. So but, real holidays. But it wouldn't be as, like, it, it, then at that point you're just eating food. I mean, there's no football. There's no, in September there is football.
1: I, I'm, uh, no. No. What you have in September is... Is football and nice weather. It's beautiful weather. October you have a very nice holiday. Yeah. <laughs> you get candy for God's sakes. November's a useless
0: month if you take Thanksgiving out.
1: That's a pretty good point. What would be the point of
0: having November? I would say the holiday in September is the start of college football. Hmm. So eat and a turkey lab- and Labor eat Day. A turkey. <laughs> and Labor Day. Eat a turkey. <laughs> From Chris six six two zero four, what is the most overrated and underrated Thanksgiving side dishes? The most overrated side dish and I still don't exactly know how like what the official dish is. Cranberry blank. I love you, Riley Gates. Yes, cranberries suck. Is it I mean, first off, are we doing cranberries? Are we doing cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce? Is it a solid
1: object i don't know i've seen it in so yeah, many forms. Jello. like what yeah, is it i know unless you got a bladder infection stay away from it it's it's trash
0: sweet potatoes and stuffing are both that,
1: sweet potatoes are
0: garbage yeah they're not even that sweet your stuffing take is bad but
1: they're not even that sweet man they're just orange they're not even the best form of potatoes served at
0: thanksgiving it's not like they're not the best form of potato. Uh, they're not the best form fries. of potato served at Thanksgiving. <laughs> waffle fries. <laughs> I don't even know what's underrated. Um, I'd say green bean casserole GBC. is underrated. Oh, my God. Oh. Stuffing's not necessarily underrated. It's I'd say stuffing's the most controversial I have, side.
1: Um, my mom's listening to this, so mom, turn this off. So when I call her on we'll Sunday let you, We'll night, let
0: you know when you can turn it back on. Yeah,
1: Just give me a few minutes here alone with my peeps. When I call her every Sunday night because I'm a good son for the most part. And uh, she asked me, when have you ever had cream corn at, on Thanksgiving? Because quite literally, we've never had cream corn at Thanksgiving in my family. But that's my thing, right? So you got called out. I got called out, but then I had to explain to her, mom. I've been seeing other Thanksgivings behind your back. Mm -hmm. We've been going to our friends, the Wilkinsons, for a lot of years, doing Thanksgiving with their family, too. So I'm really smart. I have a family Thanksgiving during the day, and then I go have a booze and second meal Thanksgiving, including cards and football, with our friends, the Wilkinsons, every, every, every Thanksgiving, and they have cream corn. Yeah, it's awesome. Hate to see it. Yeah, hate to see it. It was just hard. It's hard to tell your mom that you got another family.
0: I would say green bean casserole is the most underrated dish because it's delicious. I didn't like it until recently. Really? Yeah. Apple pie. I've always liked it. And I can prove that I've always liked it because I was going my time hop the other day and like 14-year-old Riley that was on Twitter was making a big deal about GBC. Mm-hmm. So, good for him. Eddie would have been proud.
1: (laughs) Hold on. GBC? Green bean casserole? GBC. Green bean casserole. Is like GPC, which would be green pea casserole. Go
0: Power Cat. I hope hope you don't serve peas at Thanksgiving. You're a communist if you do. (laughs) Peas involved in everything. And don't put marshmallows on anything, please. Yeah, well, it's just odd. Uh, that's look, only sweet potatoes. I don't we've understand already agreed that. The sweet potatoes are bad.
1: Hey, just just leave the marshmallows out. The of most it. underrated is unless unless clearly apple pie. And here's why: Why isn't that part of the main meal? Apple pie. Would be, at
0: third at best, the third best pie served on Thanksgiving. That's, that's a 4th of July pie. Yeah. It's not even a Thanksgiving pie.
1: What's your Thanksgiving pie? Pumpkin. Pumpkin and Pumpkin, pecan. Yeah. Pecan. 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 I don't even pecan. know how I say it. Because yeah. uh, that's what they tell me to eat at Starbucks. They don't serve pie. But they have the spices there. Just, I'm struggling today. Uh, sad.
0: Okay, last question of the podcast, oh, Chris66204. It's a Thanksgiving so speed round, so it's oh. a bunch of quick okay. questions. Uh, quick, ham, let's do some speed. Ham, oven turkey, or fried turkey? Oven turkey. Uh, I'll say ham, but it would be fried if I had had it. I've never had fried turkey.
1: Hold on. Wait. Fried ham?
0: No. Ham. Oh! It would be fried turkey. I think okay. if I had had fried turkey. Wait, you'll eat ham for Thanksgiving, but you get mad at me for wanting to move it to an earlier fall month. Ham's, ham's always been a staple ham's of a perfectly Thanksgiving.
1: Perfectly good Thanksgiving meal.
0: I've you, always had ham at Thanksgiving. You don't ham make and turkey. Ha- what do you make with your hand at school? You make a turkey. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't substitute it. We add, it's an add-on. Which line? We made pigs. You made pig hands. Yes. It's an add-on. Ham is for Christmas. He's heck, I'm a pig <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin pie or pecan <laughs> or pecan pie. I don't know what's good. Pumpkin or pecan pumpkin, uh, pumpkin eleven times out of ten. Dirt. Okay. Wow. White meat or dark meat? Dark. dark meat. White meat. Red wine, white wine, beer, or other with dinner. I, I don't drink with it I eat. I'll say beer if I'm going to drink it. Honestly, I don't
1: I don't usually drink alcohol during the meal because I'm so full at this point. (laughs) Well, I I just, I've got this weird thing is I very rarely drink alcohol while I eat. I don't like it. I'll drink water or like maybe a pop if I'm having water, iced tea. I I will consume a lot of alcohol. So yes, does that make you feel better. That's exactly right. Uh, And I don't drink wine because I don't like pumpkin spice and I don't like uh, pecan spice stuff either. That's why you don't like red wine? It's all the same family of weirdness. (laughs) Mashed potatoes,
0: sweet potato casserole, or stuffing?
1: Uh, Mashed potatoes. Wait a minute. I have to pick between them? Between the stuffing and the mashed potatoes.
0: Yeah. Come on. Let's get a freezing cold take. I'll go with stuffing. There we go.
1: Okay, hold on. But it's got to be the real stuffing.
0: I don't care. I, I, I have five boxes of stovetop
1: at home right oh, now. That's just not right. It's got to be the stuffing. Look, this is pe- people don't understand this about turkeys. I hate that I just trash mashed potatoes out. You know, you go out uh, like the Fitzgeralds do, and you go on your big turkey hunt. We go out and hunt turkeys. We don't use rifles or arrows. We just use dirty looks because we're Irish. And when you field dress the turkey, they take, like, the stuffing out. They don't actually have organs and stuff. They have stuffing inside of them. But only the Thanksgiving turkeys when you're hunting. And if you take that out and have stovetop, you've really ruined it. The turkeys that come and magically come out of the oven with cooked stuffing, that's the way you do it. The Thanksgiving turkeys. Not the regular turkeys. Don't get confused. Thank don't you. be just going out and getting regular turkeys. you got to hunt the Thanksgiving turkeys. <laughs>
0: Last one is t- speed round. Touch football or tackle football after lunch. Shooting Blue Rock.
1: Shooting Blue Rock. Wow, you took it there. You, you have weapons at your Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. Touch, but it always turns into tackle. (laughs) Who has played a game of touch football that ended peacefully? (laughs) Please, let me know.
1: I don't know what you guys are doing, man. That's when you settle in and watch football. You watch other people do manly things. It's your own living vicariously through actual athletes. You go outside and you you shoot Blue
0: Rock because the Lions are on and nobody gives a damn. You come back in for the Cowboy game. Take a nap. I had, you got that backwards. Ever The Lions are America's team. Actually I think the Lions have the eleven AM game. Crap. That's unfortunate. And then you then, they then you start drinking do. really hard. Yeah, that's right. It's, ah. always, it's always Lions for noon. They're Cowboys time zone. Cowboys at three.
1: I think you're right. Hmm. Awkward. Well, are the the Cowboys gonna wear their alternate. Jerseys, jerseys. There. Excuse me? I can't speak. <laughs> the alternate. <laughs> They're white helmets and white pants. Yeah. I'm wearing the white helmets this year. Are they going to have the script boys on the side of the helmet? Boys.
0: Well, that will be why they, you know, that's probably why they lost on, on Sunday, right? Because they wore an alternate jersey. And Stan Parrish or, is going
1: to be the coach. Could be because they suck. Yeah, <laughs> no, could be that. Uh, that's it?
0: Wait a minute. You're asking me that. For a game that's happened already.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Good job, Cowboys. That, that, <laughs> we got to stop recording this Now on come at the Thanksgiving game. Who do they play? What? Who do they play?
0: They play Buffalo.
1: Bob, the Bills. The Buffalo Cause Bills. Because nothing says Thanksgiving like the Buffalo Bills. Man, they saved a good one for Thanksgiving. I'm really glad my team oh, we're is going to lose. that plays on Thanksgiving. The Bills are 8-2 and two this year. <laughs> Which is just weird.
0: And they're not even the best team in their division.
1: No, and they're just they're from a foreign land. They, you just yes. that's it for the podcast. I didn't even add that much into this podcast because apparently I've been on helium or something today. I don't know what my I don't know what's going on with me, but that'll that'll be it for this podcast. I didn't do a whole lot. It's Thanksgiving week. I got things to do. I've got cards to play. I've got touch football to play. Riley plays touch football, but he also plays the game by himself. And so that's how he celebrates Thanksgiving in in Bloyd. Or is it Atchison? Atchison. Atchison. So remember, have a traditional Gates family Thanksgiving in a strange town, doing strange things, watching a lousy football team play while eating green bean casserole. Merry Thanksgiving.
0: You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and
1: Spirit Street Publishing. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops.